Hello and welcome to the Prodigal Souls Faith-Based Mental Health and Fitness Podcast, where our goal is to provide resources to the local community to help promote suicide and substance abuse prevention. I'm your host, Ford Henley. In today's podcast, we talk with Diane Poff, a biblical counselor with Westminster Presbyterian Church, but why what she does, the difference between biblical and Christian counseling, and share some helpful resources with us for those looking for help. I apologize for the unexpected distractions in the background. Let's take a listen. Okay, so I'm, I'm Diane Poff, and I'm glad to be here. I thank you for the invitation and the opportunity to talk a little bit today about biblical counseling. So I started learning about biblical counseling in 2006, and I got certified in it in 2012. But I wanted to continue learning, so I signed up to become, uh, to get a master's in biblical counseling. So right now, I am in school for that purpose, and so right now, I'm actually not counseling anybody myself, other than a volunteer position up at the Calm House, that's a home mothers of young children that need a place to live. So I'm booked right now. But we do have counselors in the area, biblical counselors in the area. There are four of us that are certified with the same organization. And that organization is the ACBC Association of Certified Biblical Counselors. And there's two at the Trinity Presbyterian Church in Valparaiso. Uh, that would be Mike Ruff and Mindy Dunnigan. And biblical counselors, only women counsel women and men counsel men. Okay. Or you can do couple to couple. Um, so that's normally how that works. And then the other biblical counselor is um, Aurelia. And she's at Rocky Valley Baptist in Niceville. And then myself. But that doesn't mean there are not any other biblical counselors, because as I'll go into it and define what a biblical counselor is, the way I understand it to be, um, there are others in the area. So a biblical counselor basically adheres to the scriptures, and that's where we get our counsel from. So uh, you may be familiar with one of the names of the Lord is Wonderful Counselor. So I myself am a counselee. And one of the things they told us in school over and over, and it's true, the best counselors are the best counselees. So the more I get counsel from the Word and apply it to my life and let it change me and help me and grow me, then I can help another person to understand it and grasp the biblical concept and walk in the ways of the Lord. So biblical counseling is based on God's Word. But that also means that it is um, his direction we're looking at, looking for. And it has his goals in mind. So unlike many other types of counseling, our goal is different. Our goal is to live a life that pleases the Lord God. So it has this, it's usually a different focus. And because we're basing it on the scriptures, um, we're not ashamed to say that we are sinners and that is our main problem. Because the main storyline in the scripture is 
redemption. And it's redemption from our sinful nature, which all of us are born with. So we do adhere to those truths. And you might say that is our philosophy. So you can compare that with other philosophies that might say differently. So we do, we do, we do have some unique um, foundations being from the scripture. And then the goal is the goal that we read in the scripture as well. We make it our aim to please him, to please God. So I just love doing it. And I also find out that God's word is absolutely powerful. I used to minister up at the jail one-on-one -on -one with the female inmates every week, visiting two to three inmates each time, usually two, but sometimes three. And sometimes it's very discouraging because I don't see the results immediately. But that is actually the way the Lord works. We hear his word, and hopefully we will have an open heart to receive it. But then that word has to grow in us to produce the mature fruit, and that takes time. And you may not see it. So... Every so often, the Lord is, in, is kind to me and lets me actually see some fruit. And I've had women say, oh, Diane, you changed my life. I didn't change anybody's life. I can't do that. That's the Lord's work. And they would say, well, you shared with me Romans 12, and it changed my life. I read it every day. That's the Lord's word working. It's powerful. And um, so... I've had, I've had other counselees say the same thing. My very first one where I, when I was going through the certification process, she said to me, um, Diane, I didn't understand. When I came to you and I told you I was struggling with depression, I didn't understand why you took your Bible and you used your Bible. But then she said, but now I do understand. You see, because God's word is totally sufficient. It addresses all of the issues of our heart. Okay? That's our mind, our will, our emotions. It's the immaterial part of man. And so God is the lover of our souls. And he has the answers to all of our soul problems. And so it's light. It's light for the darkness. And I like your emblem because you said the owl can see in the darkness. So in the same way, the Bible tells us Jesus is the light and his word is true. And the Holy Spirit is actually the one that illuminates us so that we can actually see. So when I do biblical counseling, I normally open up with a word of prayer because the Holy Spirit needs to be present. And I, I, I want that counselee to understand that as well. Okay. Normally, the ones I was seeing up at the jail, they requested a visit from the chaplain. So they already were coming in with that open mindset to, you know, I want to hear from the Lord. Okay. And then I usually close in prayer too. And then during the process, I'm also in prayer. You know, for God to be present and helping me to listen well and understand what's going on in the person's life. And then for me to relate 
to, okay, what does God say about this? And maybe I need to ask more questions so I can understand their issue, okay? And then to help them go to the Word to understand what the Word says about that issue. Because it does give us everything everything we need for life and godliness. And that's the goal. Goal. So, um, I hope that gives you a little taste for what biblical counseling is. Um, I'm still learning it, and I, I, I love doing it. And... Um, so, do you have any questions? I have one. I can't think of it. I have one. Does, um, if someone wants to seek a biblical counselor, where where would, where would they look? Because, you know, you can kind of Google anything, and, and how would they decipher that? Right. Well, if they're in a church, they should approach their leadership in the church, whether it's the pastor or the elder. They should be able to counsel from God's word. Okay? Um, also, if you go online to biblicalcounseling.com, you can put in your zip code and find a local biblical counselor. Or, if you don't have one in your zip code area, you can do it by Skype. Okay. Yeah. Ah. It's very good. So I'm uh, very comfortable with ACBC because I know what their tenants are, and you can go online and see what those tenants are. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So, you know, as far as mental illness, which is what you, you know, said you wanted to share with the group here. Some people get the wrong idea about biblical counseling. Because they think that we are not compassionate enough Mm -hmm. with mental illness, and we just write off everything as sin. But that's really not true. Because we're all body and soul, okay? Mm -hmm. And you could have um, uh, mental, and when we say mental, that's the mind. And from my perspective and what what I understand the word to say, that's the immaterial part. Okay, whereas the brain is material, that's mm-hmm. the physical. So, um, when we're talking about mental illness, the biblical counselor is talking about the immaterial part. It does affect the body, and vice versa. So, but the mind, it um, it lives forever, even apart from the body. And you'll find that to be a difference, too, in the philosophy of most psychologists or most mental health professionals. They may not see the mind and the conscience, consciousness as the same as we do. Yeah. So hopefully that will stir up some more questions. Yeah, that was yeah. interesting. That was very interesting. Can you tell us about some of the resources you brought? Yes. For, uh, so people aren't here. Yes. So um, we make this available at my church. We have a wall with a much larger display, and uh, we keep it it stocked. But you can go online to CCEF. That stands for Christian Counseling Education Educational Foundation. <laughs> CCEF.org. Okay. And these are available there. Um, at my church, we make them free. Anybody could. Pick one up. And there's some on like uh, overcoming anxiety. Yes. Temptation. 
Yes. Oh, my glasses. Yes. So, um, overcoming anxiety, I can speak to that because um, I major in this anxiety. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I do believe God is helping with that. But, for example, you invited me to speak here, and I thought it would be a great opportunity because I like sharing this with people. But it also made me very anxious. But in all things, by supplication, with thanksgiving, we'll let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So I have that verse memorized because I go to it a lot. So, and, you know, these things are not easy to do. You know, I can't just, okay, Diane, I'm going to stop worrying. Well, in reality, and this is key too, the biblical counseling, in reality, that worry is coming from my heart. Okay, so it's a mistrust of the Lord, or it's a fear, and I can learn and train myself how to turn that anxiety and give it back, you know, turn back to the Lord and trust Him. I also make use of prayer, so I have, I have people praying for me today. Mm -hmm. Well, that puts my mind at ease. Yeah. You yes. know? Mm -hmm. and, I, and I also, as uh, one friend reminded me, you know, the Holy Spirit's going to be there, too. So mm -hmm. that puts my mind at ease. He's called the Comforter. So, you know, we're, nev we're not alone. We're never alone. So the lies <coughs> are told by ourselves or the world might be that God doesn't exist. Or you're alone. Those are lies. Those are lies. And so that's another reason we fill our mind with God's Word, word because God's Word is true. Does yeah. that help? Yeah, that was good. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate you coming out and helping us learn more about the difference between biblical counseling. And just because it, it's definitely not something a lot of people know about unless you're in, actively involved with your church. Um, especially some churches where you don't even really know the pastor, like some of the bigger ones. And, um, so it's good to have those resources. Right. So you can, if you're in a big church, you can feel pretty alone there too, just because if you don't get connected properly. Right. And some of the bigger churches that do embrace biblical counseling have wonderful biblical counseling centers. They actually have a very large ministry where they have lay people trained in different levels of biblical Do you have to be a member of the church to go to that? or um, No. Now, for example, um, I've been talking with my pastor about this, but if the church adopts it as a ministry of the church, most of the time they will take a non-member in, um, but they have to give priority and you know priority to yeah. their membership. But they they usually have so many counselors they can handle it, okay. and they can handle the non-member as well. Okay, John, and and they're sorry. normally. Um, in in my ACBC certification, we don't charge. We cannot charge, okay. but we can ask ask them to pay for their own materials. When I recommend a book, maybe I'm recommending a book on overcoming fear or something like that, then they would buy the material. Yeah, if there's any um, books you think of, uh, I can give you my card and you can uh, email them. I'm always reading books on that. 
have too many and read it at the same time. But so I yeah. like I like to learn like you said you yes. like to learn. So Yes. John, do you have good. any questions for her or there it is. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for having me and thank yeah, you for letting me share a little bit about Thanks for coming out. Hopefully we can do it again or uh, can have you on our, our podcast and go a little deeper. As always, thank you for listening to our podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe, share, and review our podcast. You can learn more about what we do at Prodigal Souls by visiting prodigalsouls.com. You can also help support our ministry by purchasing something through our web store or contributing on our website under the Give tab. We hope you have a good week and we'll see you again.